Welcome to Something Like a Psalm. I am your host, Esmel Motorberry, and we are a podcast about wine for people that don't know about wine by people who know slightly more about wine. We are Something Like a Psalm. Again, I'm your host, Esmel Motorberry, and this week we are going to Argentina and Chile. This both of these countries are separated by the Andes Mountains, and they most of the vineyards are at the bottom of the Andes Mountains, and they get their water from the snow melting from the Andes Mountains, which helps so much with the climate and getting fresh water. It's a great, beautiful place to visit. I haven't been there yet, but that is on my bucket list to go to both of those countries. Um, now I'm going to have each one of my hosts introduce themselves. Guys, how are y'all doing today? Fantastic. Too blessed to be stressed. Yes. Feeling good, feeling great. Mm-hmm. Tonight's forecast is wine. Love <laughs> it. There will be wine. A little cloudy, but yeah. a chance of wine. It's yes. going to be pouring, guys. Yeah. Ooh, I guess I'll go first, guys. Uh, my name is Jason Lewis, uh, a.k.a. The Professor. I'm actually a physical therapist by trade. Um, and right now I am drinking... A Cabernet uh, from uh, Napa Valley. It's uh, some of you might know it by Camus. It's a uh, Camus Cab. Actually, happens to be my favorite wine. I'll go next. Hi guys, I'm Ida Fromnecht. Uh, my most recent occupation is uh, fire safety and prevention. This week, I prevented a small electrical fire in my studio from becoming a large electrical fire Great job, in Ida. my studio. Thank you. You are oh, such yeah. a jack of all trades. Yes. I really Never am. Follow amaze. me on Instagram for my latest job <laughs> at Ida Fromnecht. Uh, currently in my glass at home is going to be my good old Whispering Angel Rosé. You know, I love wow. me, my I'm Whispering so Angel Rosé. so surprised rose. by that. I guess yeah. I should have said currently in my glass because, I mean, I'm not drinking Camus right now, but that's... Kind of what I had earlier this week, and it's yeah. one of my favorites. And we know it's your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Indeed. not drinking that right now, though. Awesome. Yet. All right. Well, my name is Bianca Sterling Camps, and between the hours of 8 and 5 p.m., I am a regional director of operations for a healthcare company. However, after 5, when I clock out, mm. I'm a wine enthusiasts. Yes. I, I like the way you put that. <laughs> and she's a pro at it. Guys. Indeed, indeed. Really good. That's that that is my passion. So currently in my glass, I would probably have to say I have switched a little bit, um, doing a rose right now as well. It's a sparkling rose from Italy. Very, very refreshing and a great way to end the day. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well I am Esmel Motorberry and by trade I'm a producer. Um I helped bring us all together, along with, I uh, have to big shout out to my sister, Dorothy. Hey, hey she, she is the common hey. thread amongst all of us. Yep, she is. <laughs> um, what I am currently drinking at the moment is, Camus is my favorite, and he mm-hmm. took that, but actually this week, I have been drinking a Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. Mm. Um, Your New second Zealand. favorite, really basically. Like that. Yes. I'm, you, it's hey. becoming a fan. Yeah. Like It really is more of a daytime drink for me like That's right after work or not even after work after Before just uh, work yeah, or you know after 12 one during work yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> breakfast it's five o'clock somewhere <laughs> my favorite scene yeah. in the whole world and, and just for the people listening out here look this is a judgment-free zone okay if you wake up in the morning and 
you have the need for a glass of wine, you do you. Okay? That's right. There's no judging here. Exactly. Vacation is only in the mind, yeah. right? No judgment here at the Podcast Suites. Shout out to Podcast Suites, guys. Yes. Yeah, Thank you to Mr. Mark. Yeah. He's amazing, guys. If you're Mark. in Dallas and you need to record a podcast, please come here. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start off before we get into each one of our wines. A professor is going to give us a vino spotlight where we take uh, someone, something about wine, and we give them a spotlight for the week. So who you got yeah. this week, professor? You know, this week, I got to shout out my boy, D. Lynn Proctor. He's not, I mean, I've never met him, but I feel like I know him. Big you, fan. Big fan. Definitely. Uh, yeah, he's uh, in the movie Uncorked, if you guys haven't seen it. On it's, Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. It's a great movie about wine. Uh, mm-hmm. The story's not com- like not totally about Dean Lynn, but there are some similarities from you know from his childhood and how his story about how he got into wine, and he actually uh, makes a, a quick little appearance in the movie. Um, for those of you who've seen it before, it took me two times to realize he was actually in it, but uh, he's in there. Until but, you just said it before the show, I had no idea. He I, was did, in I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. I, yeah, now I have to go home. I kind of missed that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go so, pause yeah. it to find out where he is. Yeah, so go go back and watch it if you seen it before. The movie is uncorked. Uh, where D- is he in it? So so he's in like in the beginning of the movie when uh, the guy, young man, is just starting school. He's the first professor that ah, speaks, and he's going okay. over the course curriculum. And you'll see him in there. You you now, can. D a real life sommelier. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Lynn's actually a sommelier we're just something like psalms um but he's actually the director of fantesca wines right now they're located i believe somewhere in napa valley he is uh literally the celebrity to the stars yeah jay-z beyonce Dwayne wade i mean they all fly this guy yeah they fly this guy in so check him out on instagram his handle is uh at wino d lynn and he spells it W-I-N-E-A-U-X-D-L-Y-N-N-P. So you can find him at Wino D. Lynn P. Does he uh, have Louisiana ties? I don't know. I Wino. saw the spelling. I saw the <laughs> spelling. I was like, yeah. is D. Lynn a homeboy? That might be your homeboy. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey. But you know what, though? He used to live here in Dallas. He did. Yeah. We what? saw that on yeah. the Psalm documentary. Absolutely. So yes, we're, so we're check that out, too. Kind mm-hmm. of one degree of him. I mean, I mean, if you go and look at our most Dallasite recent post, to Dallasite? if you go and Perhaps. look at our most recent post, D. Lynn commented on it. I'm Shout just out. Saying. So get at us. Coming get at up us, in D. the world. Lynn. If you haven't told, we're groupies. Yeah, so. <laughs> we're trying to get there. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for that spotlight. Um, it's always good to just give people their roses when they're here and let them know that we appreciate what they're doing in the community. Yeah. And I everything. mean, he's a huge reason. Uh, to why I actually got into wine. I'm going to be honest. Between D. Lynn and Carmelo Anthony, I mean, I don't think I'd be here today. So, and that's you, really you guys. What, I mean, I, <laughs> well, and I then just to go to that, Jason got me onto the Carmelo Anthony, and they're really the reason we we started feeling like we could have a place in the wine community. And we realized all you have to do is drink it. Yeah. And come up with your own analogy and say how much you like the wine, what right. you're tasting in the wine. Your interpretation. Yeah. Guys, yeah. can I ask a stupid question? Sure. Oh, There's no, no, such thing no as a don't do question. it. I think I know what she's about to ask. Okay, but you know, if you have the question, at least one other person does too. Just because okay. that person's not in this room doesn't mean anything. So Okay, let's hear it. Let me see if I have it. Disperse with your judgment. Who's Carmelo Anthony? Ooh. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh Is this a sports person? Yes. I do not follow sports. 
politics oh. or magic. Well, so I'm going to need to wife. know. You know Lala? Lala? Who's his wife? Lala? Anthony? No. She's a. Uh, Lala Bree, the drag queen. She was on MTV. On drag Race? No. MTV back in the day. Lala? Yes. What? It's Lala's yes. husband, and that's how we go by him. She did, didn't she do like the news in between like Total she, Request she Live knows. and stuff? Oh, I know there who Lala is. I know Lala. Uh, Never no. mind Carmelo. They're married to each other? Wait, who's Carmelo Anthony? He that's plays for the guys. Portland Trail Blazers. But now, he's been I'm sorry, what sport is that? That's basketball. Okay, thank you. There thank guys, you. I hope y'all know she is 100% percent serious right now i am probably turning bright red i can feel myself sweating <laughs> okay. no but like you say somebody else probably has that question that is, that's too. right that's they're, true they're I mean, listening to us about wine you they know what know listeners i'm here to sound stupid on your behalf i'll take i'll take that l <laughs> no question well, no, but is he, stupid he started a podcast and started introducing us he actually introduced us to camus and yeah. well he his contract can afford, he drinks Camus on a regular basis. Oh, that's his daily wine. Yeah, and we, mm. we drink it like once a month. Mm. Yeah, it's um, like once a month a is still pretty nice, oh, S. I mean, okay, you know, every, big money. Hey, every once in a while so, get that bonus. Okay, uh, sounds like it will not, Camus is probably not going to be featured on this podcast. Probably what are the not. rules again? Under $30. Got we it. have to stay under $30 in this podcast. Okay. So, I did that this week. Yeah, great job. And that's, thank you for leading us right into where we're going next. Um, our podcast, we have one rule. You have to stay under $30, and you have to get it from the region that we're discussing for the week. Um, like I was saying, we are going to Argentina and Chile, and both of these countries are number five and six in the production of wine in the world. Um, we're going to discuss these wines. Um, so I want our first person, Ida, you're going to introduce your first wine this yes. evening. And tell us, what did you bring for us to try? Okay, so... Uh, I am on the Chilean side of the Andes Mountains. Mm. You guys have in front of you Mayu Pedro Jimenez, a 2019 white blend. Um, so this particular wine, uh, it was, okay, so th this vineyard rather, it was established in about 2005 by Mauro Olivier, um, so he's kind of one of the pioneers in Chile. He, he started planting these vines specifically for fine wine production. So you guys know I'm not going to do you dirty. I brought you something good. But he sourced grapes from a lot of different places within the same valley. Um, so Mayu is ancient Inca. It's the ancient Inca name for Milky Way, and it literally means river of stars. So I want mm. you to think about that as you're sipping on it. Um, so this is 100% hand-picked into like small batches. We're talking like 15 kilograms. Mm. Um, I don't know the US conversion for that, so go ahead and Google it. Um, and then it is put into steel tanks, low temperature. Um, this stuff's kept cold like the entire time. So hopefully you can get a little bit of that. Um, let me give you some uh, some notes here. Oh, 13% alcohol by volume, if that's important to you. Very. Um, so some of the stuff that you should be getting from this wine is like dry, crisp, electric ac acidity. Excuse me, let me say that again. Electric acidity. Electric I feel the electricity. Okay. I like yeah. it, right? Yep. I like um, it. So I picked this up from Corner Wines in Plano, Texas. Shout out to Jim McDevitt. He's the proprietor. His wife, Linda, though, is the one who recommended this wine to me. It's good, Jim. Right? And so he, he 
told me to make a note of the minerality in the wine when I was drinking it, but he seemed to be a really, really big fan of it. Um, So I could keep telling you what I'm getting from it or what you should get, but I want to hear from you guys what you think about it. It's extremely refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. It's strong. Your first adjectives really came out. Dry, crisp, electric acidity. I get that. That, Those are the exact adjectives I would use. Uh, Very dry. Do you guys get any citrus? I was just going oh, to yeah, say that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean. White flowers is the other thing. That white they, flowers. Yeah. I'm getting, it, it's milk. very strong no. to me. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a little stronger than, I'm, than I normally would like. But if you like a strong wine, this is, I think, something you should go for. Yeah. Um, it does give me that spicy flavor that you get from the chili inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a little strong, a little dry for me. It's more on the yeah. Chardonnay side of the dry for me. Very yeah. light Butter is what I was picking up from that. Um, it's effervescent. Yeah, mm. it is a little bit. So Maybe that's the stars, the Milky Way. You guys know I love pairing, right? Um, Please. With food. What we got? Uh, ceviche, fresh seafood. I'm thinking oh, yeah. like a, a fresh white fish in like a butter sauce with capers, like I'm a caper butter it. sauce. Um, I think ceviche is a really good one. With some yeah. Crackers. I, yeah. I, I dip my ceviche cracker into it. And right. Have yeah. that with this wine. Yeah, for sure. I got nectarine too. I don't know about you guys. Kind maybe of like, that's what I'm getting. There's a note that it's I'm not having pear. Difficulty. It's more like nectarine. Yeah. Which maybe doesn't taste the same to everybody. But I, I don't know. I feel like it was crisp but not sharp to Esmail's point. He was getting some Chardonnay notes, some kind of buttery, but um I don't know. It doesn't coat your tongue for me the same way a Chardonnay does. I'm no, some it smoke doesn't. too. I'm getting like a little a bit hint of smoke of smoke in here. Yeah. I could be wrong. Well, I mean it, so this vineyard in particular, is like in the highest altitude possible in the region. So bright days, cool climate. Yeah. So most of these um, vineyards are between 3,000 to 5,000 feet in the air. Um, So think about that when they're above sea level. Yeah. Um, So they're very high up there. Flying real high. Yeah. Yeah. Air is going to be a little thinner when you get up that high. So around the table... What do you think the price is for Mayu Pedro Jimenez mm. 2019 white blend? Eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. That was my exact number. I was, I was go actually going to say twelve ninety nine. So you know, no, I'm just going to change it up. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to okay. say fifteen ninety nine. Oh, ding, See, ding, ding, I'm going to. Oh, okay. oh, oh I, I thought your guess was eleven ninety nine. My bad. He no. was going to say one dollar. Don't no, worry. I'm going to say nine ninety nine. But yes, Bianca. fifteen dollars okay. on the money, honey. Yeah. Fifteen dollars exactly. Bianca, you keep doing this. I don't I, know. I, I, are you guys exchanging you. information? No, this I just. I mean, my handwriting's kind of big. Sometimes I'm worried that you guys no. can see it while we're sitting here. But um, yeah, fifteen dollars. Um, got it at Corner Wine in Plano. Shout out to Jim, Linda, and Michael. Okay. Helping me out with that. And that's yeah. the really next good. thing I want to talk about before we go on to our next wine is go to your local wine places. These yes. small, you don't have to go to the big ones. The big ones are great as well because they have more variety. But your small ones, you're going to be able to talk to the owner and actually see what they like and everything like that. And Jim was telling Ida about trips that they even t- that they yes. put together yeah. to take and everything. You just have to get on his mailing list, his email list. He's like, oh, yeah, this picture is uh, from Champagne. Got a nice little group of 20 people going. I'm like, when are we going next, Jim? Call me. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But you also have a chance to find um, wines that you might not discover at one of the big box places. We love the big box places. We Trust do. me, I am on that app, nine extra dollars, and they deliver it to my door. But I, I've been really enjoying uh, getting to know um, the folks at Corner Wines. 
All right, shout out to Corner nice. Wines. Yeah. All right. All right, Bianca, where are you going? Oh, okay, I'm going to Chile as well. Uh, I do have a white wine, too. It is called Santiago Station Sauvignon Blanc from Valle Central, Chile. I like it. So, yes, uh, this is a Sauvignon Blanc, as I said. Alcohol percentage is 12.5% uh, from the Central Valley. Um, this, I, I must say, and before I get more into the notes, I'll let you guys sip for a, a little bit. I actually did the curbside pickup at Total Wine this week, okay? How did that work out for you? Okay, let me let me explain. Mm-hmm. Give me a story, girl. I... Just, just to preface, I enjoy walking through and perusing the wine mm-hmm. aisles, okay? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a nice hobby. It's a nice relaxing way I like to spend my evenings, mm-hmm. okay? But I didn't have time traveling this week for work. So as I'm flying back to Dallas from work travel, I decide, let me go on TotalWine.com, hit the curbside pickup option. It was so seamless to select your wines, add it to the cart. I looked at all the reviews, which Total Wine has a great, I mean, everyone apparently who tries their wines will put reviews on and it's, it's very thorough. So definitely look at the reviews before you select. Um, It was super seamless to just add your car, add your wine to the cart. Pickup was quick. They texted me, they emailed me almost within an hour after I ordered and Gentleman came out, put it in the car, rolled down the window, he put it in the car, and that was that. I'm a so fan. convenient. Easy. Yeah, and they have designated spots at the front. So shout out to Total Wine off of Oakland Avenue. Y'all know that's my favorite spot. Oh. But the curbside option is legit. I was getting so, ready to say, B, I'm almost led to believe that you're getting some sponsorship. You know what? I mean, you keep plugging I'm this Total Wine I'm still a free place. agent Total Wine. Hey. I can be bought. <laughs> hey, goody, goody. She's available. <laughs> I am, I am. So yeah, what do you what do we think? What's thus our alcohol content on this? This is twelve and a half okay. percent. Okay. Yep. Yep. What do we think? Definitely a Sauvignon Blanc. I think it has all the hallmarks of a yeah. Sauvignon Blanc. It's For got sure. that kind of like more gold, tawny yellow yeah. color to it and taste. Um smooth operator is all I can think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Very smooth. smooth. Operator. That's right. So Keep let me job, I I would I would more <laughs> Pair this with like just hanging out with friends as opposed to a meal. I gotta say, give me a charcuterie board and I'm good. Okay, yeah, just something yeah. nibbly. I don't want a full meal because this is pretty just something full bodied for for a white wine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, S. What do we think? I Argentina, well, Chile, the whole South America, they always have such strong flavors. I'm just wow, like it opened my eyes. So yeah. as I drank it, I was like, woo. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. get to party. It's a like, good one. I'm it ready to do the is. samba and uh, yeah. get some dancing. Yeah. And uh, can I give a special shout out to my favorite Chileans? Please, you guys have met Aww. Mario. Hey, yeah, Hi. that's my people. His dad, Big Mario's in Chile right now. Hopefully, he'll be there when he's listening. Hey, to this. Mario, hey. Lindsay, what's up? What's up, guys? I'll let your boy. So, Dr. what do we think uh, in comparison to a New Zealand? Sauvignon Blanc Ooh. or a California. I wasn't ready for that question. Well, yeah, okay. that's, that's my thought because yeah. this is different. This to is me. warmer different. to me. I get more okay. of a warm climate when yeah. I when I try this. Okay. Exactly. Like New Zealand, I feel like I'm at the beach. Right. With this, I feel like I'm in the mountains. In the mountains. Yeah. This, yeah. Okay. yeah, this is kind of earthy. It has it's some earthy tones. Some er- mineral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to be real with y'all. Okay. So y'all, for my listeners out there, y'all know that I'm more of a red wine type of guy. The white wines, I'm still learning to to appreciate them and, and to pick up the notes. This one kind of tastes like the the first one to me. I, I don't. Okay. I guess my palate's not the there yet. Effervescence. 
I get the effervescence, but like I said, okay. I got the effervescence in the first one as you well. Did? So okay. So okay. so for my listeners out there, you know, look, we're <laughs> we're something like Psalms. We're not Psalms yet. We don't claim to know everything. Right. And we are right. not sponsored. So you yeah. know there's gonna be a wine yeah. in here that one of us hates. Exactly. But, but yeah. you know what? I, I can say like to if not I like was it. if I if you put this next to a one from New Zealand, I'm gonna pick the New Zealand one. Of course. Like, yeah. I might both also. of these wines. Mm-hmm. I, I they're a little too strong for my taste and not enough summery yeah. beach vibe when I think of white wine. I always mm-hmm. want to yeah. be on the beach. This is more I'm, of an evening white yeah. wine. It's good. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. I yeah. definitely think it's yep. more of an evening white wine with Sunset, dinner. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of climate, you yeah. know, that, that little a light chilling in the bass. air is starting to come around. Yeah. yeah. yeah see, and I was going to say maybe like a flaky fish. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what do we think price wise? I'm going to say $11.99. Let me look at, me look look at, at the bottle. bottle. Okay. $11.99. And, uh, guys, I have you know, Bianca came with the uh, twist-off cap. I did. Why hey, so did I. So did I. Most whites come as a twist-off, though. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but, you know, I'm judging. Yeah. I know I said this is a judgment. <laughs> I don't feel like judgment. Side note about the twist-off caps. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm just saying. I, I made a, a comment to somebody a couple years back, like, what is with all of these, like, metal twist-off caps? Mm-hmm. So the cork really doesn't have a whole lot to do with like how fine the wine is. It's it more does, of a tradition. Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. It's a tradition. Um, so it's more, you know, just a practice. Right. Um, but the twist off cap is gaining popularity simply because it's, I mean, it's utilitarian, right? Like right. you can, you can take the bottle wherever you, you don't need to a go. wine cork. To exactly. get the, right. You don't need a wine. And opener. I definitely thought for a while, like initially when I started seeing it all over the place, like Twist off cap meant mm-hmm. like cheap, cheap not good right. wine. That's so what I'm you guys need to know out there, twist off has nothing to do with. No. Well, they actually it doesn't. It, they did a study on to see which one kept it fresher, and mm-hmm. they keep exactly the same it's, amount. Yeah, the exactly the same. The same. So yeah. it's more of us making our mind realize that a twist off is not a bad thing. Right. 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 Well, what do we think about the glass corks? Have y'all? seen those i have with some of my rosés yeah. i've seen it from yeah. italy i get a lot of them from italy mm-hmm. that i get a lot of glass and they're interesting yeah. i'm not they're a fan because i'm off yeah i i i i'm worried i'm gonna break the glass that's exactly what yeah. i was thinking i'm worried Breaking. i'm gonna be too forceful for some reason and and break that thing so anyways and for recyclable purposes the twist off works a lot better than the cork for our environment as well exactly so oh that's, that's an excellent point yeah, yeah so that's why a lot of these companies are going to the twist off mm-hmm. but it's tradition that we all are used to the cork and yeah. everything like that but i think it's they're staying in the red wines but the white wines because they're so we want to drink them on a newer basis as yeah. far as drink vintage. Them when they're young. You're right. Exactly, exactly. That we're okay with the twist off. Well, with that said, I'm not going to let Bianca's twist off cap affect what I think <laughs> yeah, the price of this bottle was. So what wait, you said? I, I was going to say that oh. once, but after listening, you, know, I, you guys are edifying me as well. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm going to step out on them. I'm going to say... Sixteen, sixteen seventy nine. I was gonna say seventeen ninety nine. I said eleven ninety nine. You said eleven ninety nine. So what was it? Woo! You know what? The professor. Come on. Is the cl- well? He was the closest what before he, he corrected oh, his see? price. I, this I, wine was five ninety nine. See, shut. You can find it for four ninety nine. I like see? to switch it up if you guys it's don't the know twist that already. Off for me. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Because like Chile silly. can produce affordable white wine. See, I, and that's why. Was, what was it again? How much did you so say? So five ninety nine is what out? I no no you heard me correctly five ninety nine is what I paid for it. However, you can find it for four ninety nine. 
fine, according to Vivino. Okay, wow. listeners, well, do not yes, be discouraged. I because did that. It, if I hadn't already tried it, and then Bianca said the price, <laughs> I would not have purchased it anyways. And I have to be completely this. honest. This yeah. is why I do it. So she dumb gonna, bamboozled the host. We're going to edit this to uh, only you know tell your first price, but you we're, were only basing it the, off the cap, not of the wine. I was judging the bottle. <laughs> It doesn't drink like a five ninety nine. So it does not at all. Kudos, yeah. Bianca. Take home Thank message, you. guys. You don't have to spend a lot of money to find good wine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's five ninety nine. That's the goal. It's, this is a good wine to me. Like I said, it's hard. Yeah, for I, me. I'm going to go buy this and keep it. Yeah. it it's hard for home. me to differentiate the two. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I'm still working on it, but they're both good so far. Mm-hmm. I think we're two for two. Great. Right. Yeah, I think we're two for two. Well, now we're going to go to my wine. Yeah. So switch um, the order. Your cups are in front of you guys. So I got um, a wine. I went to Argentina. I went to the Mendoza um, Estates, mm, well, Mendoza okay. City. Okay, mm. here we go. Yeah, we all know yeah. about that. Um, it is the biggest producer of Argentina wine, and I got the national wine of Argentina. It is a Malbec. Yes. Argentina has an official, like, wine of the country well they say it's not official but like they produce colloquially it's like yes the official wine of argentina yeah they produce malbecs the best and (laughs) they produce it the most um it started off in france um but didn't strive as well as it does um in argentina um this wine is actually made by a woman her name is lucia veretti she took over the vineyard in um, 2016, she attended the college Don Bosco, which is a school that you learn how to um, plant and take care of your wine and everything like that. So if you ever need a degree in learning that, it's in South America. It's a very pristine, hard college to get into. But when you leave there, you can grow wine anywhere. Um, they use the water from the the snow melt from the Andes Mountains. Um, this is a 90% Malbec a 6% Syrah, and 4% Bernarda. Um, It's a 13% alcohol by volume, and you should be able to drink this with any big type of meal. Um, So keep that in mind, and I would love to know what you guys think. I love it. Instantly, I get the bold flavors. I'm getting some some red. uh, I'm getting, like, like cherries, like some rich, some mm, cherries. Definitely. Yeah, I'm getting a nice smoky flavor. Hold on, let me take another sip, guys. Yeah. Um. So in in the way that uh, Jason admitted that he's not big into white wines, I'm not a huge red wine drinker. Yet. Let me Let me, yet. I'm going to convert you. <laughs> I, well, I'm a seasonal drinker, so it really depends on, like, the climate and the temperature uh, and what I'm eating on what I drink. Um. This one's interesting. I, so I, I'm not getting maybe like a pepper the way that I would expect from um, from this type of yeah. It's very blend, mild. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I'm getting more salt versus pepper. Salt. That's not smooth. a joke. But to like, me, it's smooth. Yeah. Yeah, I, and it's. I'm getting maybe like pasta and red sauce. Yeah. With this, definitely. Yeah. I, want I, a pork I chop. concur. Like a veal. Yeah, yeah. Like a something a lighter meat. I'm not getting like a a heavy red meat. Yeah, feel from this the this way it's definitely lighter wood from like bodied. I wouldn't say this is closer to a full bodied or anything like it is that. On the lighter but side. Yeah, yeah, I just a hint of blackberry, um, just just dark red flavors. Just I don't know. I I could see this being with um, 
Maybe uh, a tiny pasta, bit of raspberry. I think yeah. blackberry's right though. You're right. Blackberry yeah. is what I'm I'm just getting at first. Mm, but like it's very light. This is a good red wine for maybe a meat, not a heavy meal for sure. Okay. Yeah. Like an any pesto or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. some good appetizers. Definitely. Right, yeah. Stuff shells. Ooh. Let me oh, take man. another sip. Hang on. Yeah, you yeah, guys I'm not ready. I'm gonna say say 1999. Mm. I'm going to say 1795. I'm just going to say twelve ninety nine. Well, I wanted to go with the greatest value for tonight. It was nine ninety nine. <gasps> I was the closest. Whoa. You were the closest, B. Hey, <laughs> Y'all, like I'm this. here all night, I promise. Oh, my God. This <laughs> and is so that's what I think humbling. I want you guys to learn as you're listening to this is the different regions, what you can get the price point, a good wine. Like if you're like, hey, I want a good wine, but I don't want to spend a lot of money or I have a little more money and I want to spend, I want to go mm-hmm. to this region right. or anything like well, that. Well, I think both you and Jason say that all the time, right? Like in, in South America, you get more bang for your buck when it comes to your wine. You, you truly do. do. Yeah. You do. You definitely yes, do. Where's the bottle? Did you, I want to see what the bottle looks like. I'm, I, God, oh. I'm weird like that. I love the, the No, I, I like to bottles. see the labels and stuff. Did, did oh, we talk nice. about the Wait, points oh. there? I didn't, oh, I didn't 91. hear the name. I have this at home. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's of a 91 uh, I was getting ready point. to say it. Alamo, this like a true Texan. A theme here. <laughs> <laughs> Alamos. James Suckling gave it a 91. Oh, dang. I concur. Okay, like Jay Suck. I don't understand James Suckling's rating <laughs> scale because, I mean, this is this is a $9.99 bottle of wine, and you're rating it 91 because he's drinking without knowing the price. Yeah. That you don't you shouldn't that's why we always guess the price before we say it is because it, you shouldn't base the wine on the price. You should right. b- base the wine on the taste. Right. Right. Yeah. That's true. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz didn't didn't Two Buck Chuck win all those awards yeah. like uh what was it almost 10 years ago now? Yeah. That's that Trader Joe's wine for those of you who aren't familiar. Okay, yeah, seriously, how much did this cost, man? I know this was nine ninety nine. It was nine ninety nine. Yeah. And I got it from Total Wine. Shout out to your I went to your hey. place. Talk to them oh, over there. Man. There you go. Looks like I'll be They'll never lead you astray. Guys. Jason, you seem disappointed that like uh yeah, you've like, like you've been bamboozled for real. No. I've, <laughs> I've been bamboozled, guys. I wish you guys could see the look on his face. Yeah. It is so crestfallen. Yeah. No. I mean <laughs> He wants that wine to cost more. He'll defeat it. I just want to be right. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna get right. there. You're gonna right. get there. There's we the believe honesty, in you. Though. All right, so, Professor, take us home. What'd you bring? I guess I'm on deck, huh? All right, so I uh, let's stay in Chile. I'm with the Chile as well. This wine is called Alka, A-L-K-A. Um, it's from the Aracano uh, Winery in the Cochagua Valley. Uh, Cochagua Valley is uh, one of the more promising uh, re- wine regions uh, in Chile. Um this particular grape is called a Carmenere. Now, if you look at this, I just realized this other day that I've been pronouncing this grape all wrong. I was saying Carmenere, but it's actually Carmenere, like air. So when you go to your local wine store and you want to try this wine out, if you want to sound smart, it's Carmenere. Okay. okay. Now, Carmenere is, is, a, is a pretty interesting grape. Uh, there's a lot of history behind it. Uh, originally, it started out in uh, southwest France uh, in the Bordeaux area, and it was thriving for a while uh, until it was succumbed to phylloxera. Okay, are you guys mm-hmm. familiar with oh, phylloxera? What is that? What Heard is a phylloxera? little bit about it. Y'all know what phylloxera Just a is. Bit. Okay, so phylloxera <laughs> is essentially a pesticide that targets grapevines and it kills them. And it requires a lot of maintenance for these winemakers uh, and these wineries to prevent it from growing. Mm-hmm. But it became 
such a headache in France and other areas that they essentially just stopped making it. Um, but for some reason, in, in doing my research, it looks like Chile just has the optimal climate, um, just the optimal terroir to prevent this uh, pesticide from becoming a problem. It's essentially not a thing in Chile. So Carmenere right now is almost exclusive to Chile. They're, all, they're like the only, it's the only place where they're still producing Carmenere, Carmenere uh, grapes. And I love, you know, it. I love them. Yeah, I'm, mm, I'm a huge fan. I'm with you. Um, this is a 2009. Mm. Yeah, you know. Okay, I, take it back. Oh, nine. I mean, you know, so I do fine. What I can when okay. I can do it. It's a 15%. Are you class of 09? I sure am. Oh. That's why I have the wrong ready. College, right? High school. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's, oh, nine, that's, so fine. Damn. Here we are. Okay. Made, I'm, you made me I mean, old. I'm going to take another sip. Let's drink some more she wine. Is, You'll forget about she it. She is over the age of 21, though. I am. I am. Just barely. So. It's, like I said, this is 2009, 15% alcohol volume. Uh, we're, gonna, we're looking at 15, high. Wait, did you wait. say 15? 15%. Let's, oh, it's Friday. Yes. Let's turn up. Let me roll okay. up my sleeves. This, this is like a show up on a first date and you nervous type of wine then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this You wine, hear that, ladies? Order this you know, wine. Fellas, look. But have an Uber. And the biggest fellas, steak to get look, home. If your intention is. Okay. That's, oh, let's, oh. let's stay on track here. <laughs> okay. High. This is. Uh, it's a totally be, different podcast. Yeah, Sorry, guys. This is what happens when the wine gets redirect. Rolled. So it's we're looking at high acidity. It's going to be full body. Mm-hmm. Now the interesting interesting thing about Carmenere's Carmenere, y'all say I have a hard time. That's okay. Is it says that they're best enjoyed in the first year after bo- first few years after bottling. Okay. This is a 2009. So I'm nervous to see how you guys are going to like this. Um, well, first off, we'll see. It's mm. very strong. Okay. It's a strong, like that 15% kicks right off. Okay. Bile. You <laughs> take a sip, and that is punching you uh, right in your yeah. flavor profile. So I get spicy and complex are the first words that I wrote down. I got strong cigar box. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. Because the next thing I wrote down was nutmeg and clove, which is yep. kind of a note that you get from certain cigars, yeah. right? Is that, that uh, Christmassy, almost warm... Yeah, tobacco feel. Some yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna, what I was gonna say. Black currant, plum, definitely maybe black, black fruit, fruit for sure. just any black fruit really. Yeah, I feel like after um, after a big meal, having a cigar, sitting yeah. back with a nice smoke, just yeah. just some smoky, something smoky, you know, vibe. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm getting a little chocolate too. Definitely chocolate. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. chocolate on the on yep. the kind of back end. This is a. I may be a little biased, but this is pretty good, guys. I I mean, I love coming in. Yeah, I'm going to say $19.99. Okay. I'm going to say $17.99. I'm just going to keep using that price, and hopefully eventually I'll land. Okay. Resident expert. Let me stop. (laughs) I'm going to say $25.99. And you know what? When I thought about the year, I started thinking. I I did. It's it's 2009. That's where I was like, Yeah, it's almost as old as me. Let me stop. (laughs) Okay, guys. Oh, Lord. I got to admit something. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I, I broke the rules tonight. Stop <gasps> it. I broke the rules. $31.99. Okay, I can explain. <laughs> what happened? You better. The bottle, the, the price on the bottle was $52. Okay. Huh? Now, now, let me speak to a point we made earlier. If you go to your local wine store and you build a rapport, you know, and you get to know people. He got got. You can tend to negotiate a deal. Okay, so I didn't say I paid $52 for this bottle of wine. 
Okay, I actually paid twenty nine ninety nine for it. <laughs> All right, so shout out to Adam over at Dallas Fine Wine and Spirits. Wait. You can negotiate wine. I'm just saying, listen. Y'all. Adam got a shout out. Yes. So I, am, I think there was. Yes. This was a you little bit more of a barter. Teach us the way. Okay. Yes. But so retail, fifty two dollars. Yeah, it tastes like it. And I got Jason it. Jason is eliminated paid, from this round. But I paid twenty nine ninety nine. Okay. So Thanks name the, drop, Professor yes. Lewis. <laughs> when yeah. you go, but see, yeah, I was talked say, about so, this earlier. If you just go and you start talking to people and you right. build these relationships. They love this stuff. Well, exactly. And you yeah. can't do that at a big box wine no, store. No, that's you true. have to that's go to your mom yeah. and pop yeah. place that that they're a small place and they'll always yeah. they just want you to keep coming back and right. they want and you to keep it. trying wine. And we're teasing, but what do we know? They might have had like a surplus of this bottle and like it really it, he would have yeah. charged that to, you know, yeah. so, not and, the and professor. I told a guy about the show. Um, he didn't even ask for a shout out, but I, I felt like I just, he deserves one. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd be remiss sure if does. I didn't. Yeah. So shout out to Adam, the wonderful folks over Thank at you, Dallas Adam. Fine Wine and Spirits. And another little quick, uh, note on this, on this, uh, particular store. This is a store where D Lynn actually worked. Oh, he, he brought it home, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Where D. Lynn actually worked while he was here he in Dallas. He dropped the code yes. discount word. Yeah, so well, you're such a professional at this. You you opened it up. You teased it at the beginning. Yeah. And you I brought was going to say, yeah. what a professional you, know, is, you are. I do it for the listeners. Okay, you are I, a publicist's dream hey. right here. You guys can't see this, but I'm actually blushing right now. He maintained that thread, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So all right. So what did everyone think of Argentina and Chile? Love it. I'm biased, I, but I love it. I mean, I really think it's worth exploring more. I agree. Knowing what I now know about the region, you know, the Andes Mountains, the climate. I mean, mostly I want to go on a trip there, right? It sounds exactly. perfect. Bright, sunny days, cool, crisp nights. Yeah, yeah. And and so much variety. I will say, of the four wines that we had I, I did get quite a bit of difference in each of them, mm-hmm. which I think is so interesting because it's not that huge of an area. No, it isn't. Yeah. I concur. Yeah. Definitely. I would honestly say this was probably one of my favorite episodes. Aww. Like the, this was good. a good mix, a good yeah. variety. If yeah, you truly is. want to experience Argentina and Chile, this these are the wines you need to Well, purchase. I would say for a beginner, I would start here because you can try sure. so many different flavors mm-hmm. for not a expensive price i'm 99 i mean exactly <laughs> 999 i mean anywhere you can get you can go get a 500 bottle of wine because they're right. going to have their their special wine of in their course. cabinet and everything like that but we're here to introduce people to wine to get them started right. in the yeah. wine and to be able to talk to, go to a restaurant and ask for the sommelier to mm-hmm. come to my table and then quiz them to make sure they give you your best wine by right. knowing the notes that you like and what you want to pair with what meal. So I think it was a great uh, time here in Argentina and Chile. Yeah. Now I, I would propose we revisit, just throwing that out there. Oh, it's oh I second that. Yeah. It's happening. We're always, okay, cool. we'll, you'll never hear an argument from us on that one. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, so, cool. Ida, go ahead yes. and take us to the tech of the week. Okay, guys, tech of the week. I am holding in front of me an electric wine set. Oh, Bianca's going to ban a wine. It. Yes. Um, an electric wine set by Oberly. That's O B E R L Y. Why? 
Um, in this handy dandy box, uh, you are going to find an electric wine opener, a pourer, a vacuum stopper, and a foil cutter. So we did talk about the twist off caps earlier, right? Um, I'm not going to name names. I know there are people out there who struggle with corks yeah. on their wine bottles, right? It happens. Professor. Professor. <laughs> I'm, I'm honest. Look, I wasn't going to call you out. One thing I am is that's honest. Yeah, okay. you guys are going to have to follow our social media to hear yeah. that story about uh, Jason and the giant cork hey, uh, battle. I'm going on a tangent here, but speaking of corks, do you guys know where the majority of corks are produced and made? Ooh. Texas. <laughs> I know, but yeah, it's you not do? for ask can't answer. Oh. In Portugal. Yeah. Oh. yeah, there's a there's a cork forest in Portugal. In the no, there's part not. Of, yeah, there is. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Of all of our corks come from Portugal. They come 90%. from Portugal. Wow. Yeah. Well, look, that's folks, awesome. we want you to learn something here. Okay. Okay. Stay tuned for the Portugal yeah. episode, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's so coming. back to back to the, back to this wine opener. So. If, if you struggle with corks at home, this is an electric wine opener where basically you're going to, uh, it, I mean, it looks like a very slim can, essentially. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to describe that it looks like, but uh, you're going to hold it over your cork. You push one button and keep your hand on that button, that uh the cork, the little the screw, tiny elves down. that live inside of it are going <laughs> to the screw goes down rotate to the cork. The, the cork screw down to the cork, rotate that cork screw back up. No muss, no fuss, no poco- coconuts. Right? No. How does that go? Yeah, oh. that sounds right. No muss, no fuss, no coconuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this this touts that it will uncork your wine yes. in eleven seconds or less. So if you need to get to it fast. I have not timed this. Um, and but then it will. comes with a pour, helps you reduce splashing, creates a smooth pour. It is not an aerator though. Um, a vacuum stopper. So if you need to store that wine, it'll help remove the air from that already open bottle. And then a foil cutter because before you get to the cork, you gotta get past the foil, guys. Um, I've broken a couple of nails and maybe cut myself a couple of times on trying to get foils off of bottles. So you can find this um, on Amazon or at your local retailer for $18. And that's your tech of the week. And she'll put a video up on our Instagram page, something like a Psalm. Um, S-O-M-M. Please follow us. And please, as you're listening to this podcast, please give us a five-star review. It goes a long way for us yes, if you learned you. anything. Nothing less than five stars. Nothing. Now, let me <laughs> add something to these electric wine openers. Oh, here we go. I'm just, I, I like to teach the people. They do not work well on aged corks, Okay. Um, like maybe a 2009. Yeah, they don't uh, work well. Chilean and, wine. Yeah, I've made this mistake uh, several times. Uh, but shout out to April. Wait, over is it in the bottle? It's in, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. the cork is actually yeah, still the in the bottle. Is in the bottle. We'll, we'll try to put this up wow. on our page. And be, yeah, but, because you can't see on a podcast, yeah. uh, you guys should know uh, essentially Jason corked. The wine yeah. that we tried tonight. Yeah, the cork it's in there in the bottle you, with my own eyes. Yeah. It sounds like it might have been the fault of the electric wine opener. It was not me. Perhaps it, was the, it wasn't it was Jason's cork. fault. Okay, confirmed. No, but shout out to April over at Pogo's Wine Shop. She told me this a while back, and I just didn't listen. Uh oh. When you have an aged bottle, you want to use, and I forget what the, what the, the worm. You want to use the worm. Don't hey, use an electric wine opener. The wine key? Yeah, yeah. the wine oh, key. Okay. Don't use an electric wine opener because as, these, for the week, yeah, as these bottles age, the corks tend to 
get softer soft. and softer. Deteriorate, right? And it's just not conducive for electric wine openers. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Yeah. That's good for a Corvin, though. Just stick that needle right in. I, I'm still saving for one of those. Yeah, I feel you. We'll Episode one, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear about that Corvin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening this week. And again, please give us a five-star review. Tell your friends. Follow us on our social media, something like a song. Yeah, slide in our DMs, man. Tell us how we're doing. Okay? Yeah, Grow with you, us. Exactly. If there's a wine that you want to suggest, let me know, and I'll use it as my wine of the week and give you a big shout-out for that week. And remember, we're not experts. We only know just a little bit more than you do. Facts. This yeah, is true. help us learn. All right, guys. So my joke of the week. Take us out, Oh, oh here we out. go. Bring it home. Let me pour up a little bit more here. I know, right? <laughs> It doesn't matter if the glass is half empty or half full. There's clearly room for more wine. Cheers.